Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. How's it going, Outriders? Matt and Dan here with you. How's it going, Dan? Oh, it's been great. Right on. Well, great, really? I think uh, Vegas went on super lockdown. I, oh. I realized that as I wrapped up the uh, episode last time, the, or a little short one, that I said, oh, it hasn't been too bad here in Nevada. Not only <laughs> within hours of me making that statement, like all the releases of the, the horrible case surge and everything that's been happening here, I was like, oh, man, that was unfortunate. I don't think we're quite on fire yet, but there's there's smoke and sparks. But uh, apparently we had a really bad 4th of July weekend with uh, all of the Californians coming out and filling up the casino. So, oh boy. Yeah, no. Uh, on t- speaking of fire, we're also on an he- excessive heat warning right yeah, now. Yeah, lots of excessive heat warnings <laughs> going on. Mount Charleston was burning, so it's it been... Uh, it's quite, quite, a, quite a fun time here yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we've got a very special episode today. We're actually going to be talking with uh, LJ Pena, Mr. Mr. Legion, who's yeah. going to be joining us on this show so we can ask him some questions about uh, life, love, and LVO. Not necessarily in that order, but uh, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So, but, and of course, Dan, what have you been up to? Uh, just working on my table for LVO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you got a crown to defend. Oh, yes. Have we mentioned that again? I think we mentioned it just about every week. But I I always love seeing your progress shots on what you're doing. So Star Tours 2.0, what what have you been working on? Uh, It's been a a lot of buildings uh, because I'm trying to bring more elements of the actual ride in. All all the previous things I've done with the table were pre-made assets Uh from Thingiverse or other places online. Uh, but I'm definitely I'm doing a lot of work in Tinkercad. It's been a crash course in Tinkercad. I would say, <laughs> what a way to get motivated to learn a new uh, software program, yeah. right? Uh, and I'm just it, the big challenge has been trying to convert because the ride is essentially an interior experience, mm-hmm. and trying to convert that to freestanding buildings on a table is has been an interesting experience. Yeah, so it'd far. be kind of interesting if the ride was actually like out on the tarmac or something like that. You go yeah. for, up for a Smuggler's <laughs> Run or something where it wraps around everywhere and well, then goes inside. The uh, the of course the rev- the remodeled rever- revision of the ride, the new version that's currently available, mm-hmm. is more. Their hangar sections are more open, but yeah, no, the original was very claustrophobic with hallways. I'm trying to remember what the big differences were from the uh, the pre-revamp. Oh, uh, believe me, I've been reviewing so many YouTube oh, videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, for, fair enough. For reference yeah. material, there, yeah, I'll have to you've send got you lots some of that. reference material, but that's cool. Uh, I like the uh, the loading bay. I think that was the current archway that you're working on. Oh yes, yeah, the little uh, little gate loading area. We're copying the doors with the monitors above them for the little safety spiel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> now boarding. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Um, I'm, as I said, right in development now. I haven't started slicing or printing anything yet. I have um, a new printer coming later this summer. I, I kickstarted this uh, Creality CR6, so hopefully oh. that'll really oh, okay. that'll up my printing game on there. So. When are you going to get an agri- acrylic cutter? That's what I want to know. Oh, God. I wish I had the money for a Glowforge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, right? Uh, maybe, maybe someday. Maybe yeah. someday. But uh, that's awesome. Uh, we need to get a game in. You're back at work now, so yeah. our free time isn't quite as... Oh, uh, I, it is cutting into my hobby time. Yeah, so what's up it. with that? Yeah, damn work. <laughs> Paying those bills, bills. and whatnot. But uh, we got a little bit of Star Wars news to cover. A little bit. The uh, the Mandalorian, which of course is still on track to come out in October, um, had an announcement that they're going to have several uh, printed publications released. So they're going to have a novelization, um, an art book, 
and a visual guide, which everyone loves the art books and visual the guides. The novelization is going to be interesting. I wonder if it's going to be like uh, Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina or a Certain Point of View or one of those where it's going to be just independent short stories written by different people. Um, uh, if it follows any of the normal novelizations they've done with, for say, like the movies, it's mm-hmm. it's been basically the, the plot line of the movie, but they've had more like this character talking off in a corner or a little, little bit, a little more embellishment, a little bit more embellishment, a lot of inner monologue, which you can't get in a, in a, well, usually the movies are, it's like one continuous story where Mandalorian is like very episodic in nature. So since 10 seems like it would tend to lend itself more to like a short story compilation format. Yeah. But Um, I guess we'll see. Maybe they'll have some more in between episode traveling kind of things. Kind of like they did for, um, what was it? The, the little, the star Wars, the aftermath series where oh, they yeah. had little vignettes between the chapters. Yeah, where, yeah. I mean, that's where the we found out about Mandalorian arm interludes. Thank yes. you. That's um, cool. Uh, so yeah. novelization, novelization, um, an art book and a visual guide. Woo! So that's, that's getting gonna both be of those. Good. Oh yeah. So that's going to be good reference for all you painters out there getting, you know, clan Ren or any of the other Mandalorian models out there. Oh yeah. So I if you need any reference, that. the, uh, the visual guides have always been a great reference material for, uh, if you're doing Canon painting, though, I always advocate do non-Canon have fun with it. Yeah. Get your own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, hey, yeah, some people like to be very, you know, literal with their translations from the shows or movies. And then others that, you know, hey, pink stormtroopers with cat ears. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my army, it's all the great urban camo and everything. Yeah. So that's why I love yeah, my... <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> I, I, I always love a non-canon oh. personal. Hmm? Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I say I always love a non-personal or non-personal personal personalize your yeah. army make it your own yeah, yeah I think the empire says non-personal better but uh, actually I had a follow-up question so when you're done with those files for the star tours are you going to make them available uh, I don't oh I don't know. you're going to the secret I, I knowledge to yourself secret, yes alright send, send emails to Dan I don't share my information at legionoutriders.com uh, I want to see how well these print first. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, let's just uh, not put the cart before yeah, the horse exactly. there. But, uh, um, oh, man, yeah, art book. I'm very, visual yeah, guys. And... They better have the the end credit, like, artworks. And, oh, I mean, yeah. It's going to be all that, right? Hopefully. It's got to. No, we need prints of those. We yeah, don't need a book of that. For real. For super real. <laughs> but, yeah, um, in addition to that, they're going to do also uh, several young reader adaptations, so a junior novel, a young adult novel, and then a kid's novel. I hope so. it has lots of pictures because that's, that's my oh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be all focused on the child at that point. Like yeah. for, the, for the kid <laughs> oh, stuff, the it's, baby. Gonna be, it's all going to be about Baby Yoda. So. <laughs> for real. Uh, and then, so I think that's, there's lots of Star Wars rumors, but we try not to rumor Yeah, and, and unfortunately some of those rumors are rather negative because of, rumored things going on things. on the back end of but of uh, if you're paying attention you know what we're talking about yeah, but exactly. otherwise so, uh, but Cadme. On, yep on the ffg side of things um cadbane and padme had their release date confirmed since the last time we recorded it's Yay. now confirmed for july 17th uh provided asmodee is shipping on time which um uh our friendly store power nine the shop owner there has confirmed that Asmodee should be receiving should this. be good apparently yeah. they're getting better about getting their shipments out on time I know. It's, so. a, it's, it's a christmas miracle yeah i would say uh <laughs> next saturday you want to get a game in Try yeah out let, some, let's uh, yeah do i do padme or cad i don't know how about uh you you branch out a little bit and uh get to your roots as a republic army i'll have to borrow you yeah i mean <laughs> you're absolutely welcome to you want to borrow some rebels too <laughs> Uh, and um, also, of course, just like Adepticon, Gen Con this year was canceled, of course, with everything going on out there. Because it should and, be happening like any day, right? Yeah. Otherwise? Well, it was supposed to be a little bit later this month. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Um, but of course, 
FFG, which would have been doing their famous in-flight report, which uh, if you haven't seen their previous ones from previous mm-hmm. years, it's where they announce a lot of new products. It's, it's half so much so with industry and, and, and game store owners showing, hey, this is what you're going to have to sell, and half for the players to say, hey, this is what's coming to buy. Uh, but we're assuming that, of course, a lot of the previously leaked things. like What, what was some of the highlights of last year's, almost um, one years ago? Oh, God. I should have reviewed that before this. I would but say, wasn't were, that where the AAT and... No, that uh, was Clone Wars announced, wasn't was it? Was it Clone Wars? No. Is it? No, that was... No. I could have sworn it was Clone Wars. Was that or the year it? before? Eh, oh, well. It was one of those years. I, I just remember my, my personal one was before Legion even launched was when they announced the assault gunboat for X-Wing. And oh. the collective <laughs> X-Wing community like lost their <laughs> lost mind. their minds. Yeah. And then 2.0 came out and, and then, they yeah. didn't reprint it. They like reprinted all the well, old ships. Luckily, oh. I actually have a, a pile of gunboats. I have like six of them. Wow, <laughs> that's I am an old school w- X-wing player. Worth so quite a mint. Apparently. I know they're all open, of course. I mean, I don't think people <laughs> care now yeah. at this point. So, uh, but they are sitting on my model shelf right now. Oh, wow, <laughs> so nice. They're, yeah. they're flanking An my embarrassment of riches. Yes, truly. They're, they're flanking my Imperial Raiders. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that in-flight report. Sorry, we got off track there. Um, what would have been at that? Um, just like with uh, Adepticon a couple months ago where they did an online streamed mm-hmm. presentation, they'll be doing their in-flight report stream this year on July 29th, uh, and they've timed it at uh, 4 p.m. P- uh, Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern on July 29th. So we'll get to see all the new stuff announced. For... What day of the week is that, 29th? Oh, God, let me get my calendar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. We've got, we have got we have the technology. but um, That's going to be a Wednesday. Hmm. Hmm. It'll be an hour before my usual stream, so I'll be able to at least watch part of it. Hopefully it won't be like X-Wing for an hour, and then they'll get into Legion. Well, I'm assuming they'll show off some of the Clone Wars stuff for Armada. They didn't show off at the Adepticon scream and and disappointed the Armada community. We're sorry, Armada community. I know you're kind of the uh, redheaded stepchild of the Star Wars miniatures community. They don't like being talked down to. I know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, Armada. But But some of the things that have been uh, leaked for Legion, like, you know, Maul and Anakin, we're expecting to see. And hopefully we'll have some good surprises there, too. Yeah. More, More good surprises is always... A good surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's, yeah, kind of news light this week. Uh, we're going to be back in just a couple minutes with our interview with <gasps> Senor LJ Pena, the spiciest of Peñas. And uh, we'll be right back, Outriders. You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now... The Outriders. How's it going, Outriders? Matt and Dan back with you. And we're joined by the one that got away of the show, LJ Pena. How's it going, LJ? Hey, guys. Good to be back. Uh, I know it's been a long time since I've been able to hop on, but uh, it's been a little bit. Yeah, happy to join you once again. Yay! And we, we've actually got stuff to talk about, but Dan was actually checking before the show. When was the last time we had LJ on? Oh, uh, I didn't get the date, but yeah, I went back through the uh, Legion uh, Outriders archives the last time LJ was on the show, and it was with um, John and Jeff, so yeah. Matt, you weren't present. <laughs> so we have a completely different crew present for this <laughs> this time around. Actually, that's true. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, you get passed around, old one who got away. You didn't get very far away, I guess. I but guess you still not. think about us? They always bring me back in. <laughs> That's right. But uh, how are you doing today? How are things with the new baby Pena? Uh, you know, everything has been 
great with new baby. Uh, Dylan is doing quite well. Um, we're already working on his dice rolling skills. He's better at it than you think for a one month old. Actually, oh, he good. is he is about a month old today, which is very wow. exciting. Um, so <laughs> just just under, but pretty close. So yeah, okay. I mean it's been good. Luckily, um, Emily is on her maternity leave. On, I'm on my summer break from school. Um, so I've been able to just focus on baby stuff, which is great. And we've just been, you know, taking it day by day and enjoying our, our little dude. Um, luckily because he's been a great baby, I think mm -hmm. by all accounts, um, I've been able to still do stuff on the side. I've still been able to, you know, play games, coordinate upcoming tournaments of note and, uh, you know, just generally still be a part of the community, which is something that of course I didn't want to miss out on. Oh, for sure. But uh, I think it was pretty optimistic of you to actually come up with a name when everybody's just going to refer to it as the child. Yes, he's already referred to as the child by several of my friends. So I, I yeah, I'm not surprised. And it's going to be it's going to be like that for a while. It do be like that. It do be like that. Uh, any chance you might be bringing the child to LVO? I should like to see the child. <laughs> you know, what was funny is I actually had this conversation with um John Griffin, who um, I was talking to, trying to get him to judge this upcoming LVO, um, uh -huh. because he had a daughter um, days before uh, my kid was born. Oh, really? Um, and so we were we've we've been making jokes about this for a while, uh, and uh, I think the plan is that yes, him, his wife, um, you know, Emily always likes to come, and uh -huh. both, both our two new kids. Um, we'll all be one uh, family unit, as in our wives are going to bring the babies and probably set up some sort of playpen area in our ballroom if I was a betting man. Yeah, some sort of like uh, <laughs> fortified position. Uh-huh. The judge table's going to be lit this year. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Uh, and we already know who to start sending bribes to. Yes. So, well, we don't know if he agreed yet. Did he agree? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, if anyone needs to rage quit and uh, just throw their models, just toss them the playpen for the kids to play with. And mm -hmm. then have something to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see a, uh, a face off in the making of the two chitlins, like in a couple of years time for Legion 3.0 or something for the honor of the respective families. <laughs> yeah. They're the, the kids are going to run the demo table eventually. <laughs> that'll that'll get them in and you know my my goal is to one day have a child that is good enough at the game to challenge the luke cook dynasty which i'm sure the cook oh, dynasty oh, wow, because wow. Luke, luke has younger brothers that the dynasty is a thing i'm i'm telling uh -oh. you now just stay out of the way i think that's the the best course of action there but uh okay we have a series of questions for you lj to put you in the hot seat because we are serious journalists here with integrity since when uh shush just go with it <laughs> it's a new thing uh, they're trying <laughs> yeah we're, we're trying it on see how it, how it how it sticks but uh uh would you like to lead off mr Daniel? yeah yeah so i mean with the baby and all around you've had some time and not a lot of time i'm sure uh are you working on any hobby projects uh painting modeling what you're working on right now? Um, so I actually am not working on Legion right now. 
because <gasps> I'm basically caught up. So it's a good reason. Um, I, oh, okay. I, I don't paint my droids as I've talked about before with people. I have a friend that has done my droid army for me. Um, and his airbrush. You've got broke. your own John. I do have my own John. I even oh, have, I even have a John model here. Speak of the devil. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, his uh, his airbrush broke, and so the tank and the B twos were up next on his list, and he's not going to be able to get to them probably for some time, which doesn't really matter during our current COVID state, but is something Fair I'd enough, like. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to have done eventually. So no, the thing that I'm actually working on right now is um, I have a Flames of War army. I just started. Really? Yeah, I've been working on a uh, a U.S. force centered around the uh, M10 tank destroyer, uh-huh. and so I have a, a close friend that's been teaching me how to play that that uh i'm gonna be probably continuing to expand and then uh, i also had a lord of the Rings that i had started to work on before covid and that's something that's still kind of going on in the background so me as somebody who likes to travel to conventions and play Mm -hmm. all sorts of different game systems i really wanted to have a, a bit of ammo in my back pocket so if i go to an event that i'm you know not running which i know isn't super often (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I want to be able to have multiple systems with me so I can jump around and, you know, play all sorts of games. If Legion, for example, didn't pan out for me, I'd still have other stuff to do. You heard it here first. LJ quitting Star Wars Legion forever. <laughs> Abandon ship. Abandon ship. See, you there's know? that journalistic integrity. And, <laughs> and I actually did have a friend hit me up uh, because he wanted to split the new Indominus box with me. And I mean, I think the last time I played 40k was sixth edition, I'd like to say. So if I forayed wow. back in that direction, it has certainly been a while. And I was a huge Tyranid player back in the day, um, as well as some Death Corps of Krieg. So the Indominus box is neither of those, but maybe. Yeah, maybe that's one day. for sure. And apparently it sold out within like 15 minutes on the GW website itself. So. Yay, artificial scarcity. Yeah, you're lucky to get one then. <laughs> yeah, I've heard reports that the boxes are going for like 350 online. But anyways, oh, wow. I'll have to talk to you about Flames of War because I actually have an army for that from way back in the day when I was living in England. I'm curious what the game looks like these days, but it's okay. I don't have time to play that game either, so what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Next question on the yeah. hot seat. I mean, tangent, tangentially related to that, uh, we've been posting on the, on the uh, Discord a few of the uh, buildings you've been printing up for terrain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so oh, how's yeah. that been working out for you um i'm actually taking a bit of a break at the moment because it's been quite warm uh here where i live and it's hard for yeah. me to run the printer in the the same office room that i i game in and do all that sort of stuff so i haven't been doing that um as much this past week but i did start work on my uh mandalorian fishing village table uh, which is very exciting oh, cool. because that's thematic as hell. And I can't wait for that to be uh, a table that we get to play on sometime soon. In fact, um, Graham, who did a particularly good Naboo table amongst others this past LVO, um, he's the oh, one yeah. that the terrain is going to because he's going to hobby it up for me um, to include uh, a broken down ATST that he's going to paint in the range style. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds like you got some competition this year, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk a little table competition a little later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little and, later. Oh, okay. And the table competition is definitely going to be a thing. So uh, I'm excited to share those deets when we get to them. Oh, nice. good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. Well, I mean, well, 
you mentioned uh, you're all caught up, but you know, just in a week from now, we're going to have uh, Cad Bane and Padme out. Uh, you looking forward to any other future releases? Um, definitely Commandos. I have Cad Bane ordered, and I think I have Cad Bane ordered just because the model is awesome, and I, I definitely want it on my shelf. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not as hot on him just from a droid standpoint. He's, I, I definitely He's not like a droid. the I, I like the faceless army of droid feel, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I like to keep it to you know Grievous or Dooku, ding, and not have any other squishies in there. So I don't know how much I'm going to be running him personally, but I know that I'm particularly excited for Commandos because especially now with silhouettes, I'm just going to go crazy on those models. <laughs> I'm just I. I'm going to get three sets, I'm sure, and I'm just going to go to town because they have so many possibilities, so many things that come with them in the box. It's a great kit, and I know I know they're going to be fun. I, I can't wait for them to actually hit the table. Well, yeah, and you, you use them a lot in, in the last Invader League. Ooh, that's yeah. an excellent segue. Yeah, I, uh, so. yeah, what's those, you know, those little things that, you know, they're, they're powered, they're kind of like scooters. But you just put you you know you roll around in them. Oh yeah, the little oh god, I forgot the name of them. Yeah, Segway. Hover so, around things. Segway. So oh, talk about oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought about talking about the stupid one, the ki- all the people crashing on their. Crashing I, I on thought we had already made the transition. I was oh, like, oh, are you talking about staps? What yeah. Do you oh, <laughs> oh man, I I would love a Segway painted like a stap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. I would die instantly, but that would be cool. Anyway. But yeah, mm-hmm. how, how was your run in Invader League? Um, it wasn't as good as I hoped for. And that's okay, because I learned probably more than I have any other Invader League season. Um, I was in... I, I don't think it was the group of death. There was another group that, like, when I saw all the groups, I was like, ooh, yikes, that's not the one I want to be in. Um, but a couple people had kind of dubbed it as, like, a good option B to the group of death title, because um, there were a lot of great players in it. Um, Asep slash Jace, who is somebody who helps out with the uh, Legion Academy and sorry terrain builds, um, with the terrain studio. He he was in that group playing a very meta clones list. Um, you had Nima, who was also playing clones, trying out a lot of new stuff. Um, Orchimedes, who was playing droids and actually ended up going five zero oh. in that group. Um, wow. And then um, two other people I didn't know, Chosassin and Moser. So I ended up going two and three. However. I do kind of laugh at that record because every single game that I lost basically came down to one or two moves, which is great. That's oh, why really? That's yeah. why even though I didn't advance nice. the season, I loved playing in it because I learned so much about the um, Vibro Staver droids that I brought uh, to this season. And that was the list that I focused on was Dooku, 6B1s, and then three um, Staver commandos with the, you know, the upgraded Vibro swords. Um, and then two of them had the jammers. And so it was really fun to see that list on the table. It had a wow. ton of potential. And during my last two games, I could really see what the best strategies were. And it was just a good lesson for me that, like, I as a player, I really have to get between 10 or 15 games in with the list before I play it with any degree of competency. That's kind of just how I feel about my own internal practice. And that's uh-huh. not what I did before this last season. So I could definitely see like, oh, yeah, this makes a lot more sense. This this is how you should play them versus what I did when I went back and looked at my game. So I made sure all my games were streamed or I self-streamed them. 
Um, and I did have a couple people that tuned into those self streams, and they said they kind of liked that style because I would off um, voice so my opponent couldn't hear. I would go mm -hmm. through every decision that I made basically and react to the decisions my opponent was making. And when I go back and watch that, it really actually was a very positive thing for my learning process. So that's definitely something I'm going to try to keep doing when I play TTS. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I could definitely see, uh, you definitely see it with people like do magic, uh, the gathering and stuff like that. So they can externalize what they're thinking about what's going on. And uh, as long as your opponent's not just like watching you also <laughs> listening to the battle plans, I think, uh, yeah, that's actually a really cool way to do it. Yeah, I got to sit on a few of those games that you were self streaming there, LJ, and uh, it, it was quite, quite both an entertaining and amusing experience. That's good. I'm glad people yeah. like to listen to me talk to myself. <laughs> well, aren't they that, doing that right now? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, we're uh, here too. Come on, if, Dan. if you we're haven't people. named that list yet, may I suggest <laughs> I gotta practice my stabbing? Gotta practice my stabbing. You know, was that? <laughs> believe it or not, I I called it. Well, I don't know about believe it or not, but I actually called it Dirty Dooku in the boys. Nice. <laughs> nice. Just reminded of the the stabbing robot from Futurama, uh -huh. Roberto. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Be over here practicing my stabbing. <laughs> uh. So yeah, any other memorable moments out of Invader? Um, just kind of looking back, I think it was great to see the new factions so well represented. Um, I think part of that had to do with people like myself that you know they were done playing the older armies, they really wanted to try the new. Um, but also, you know, it was interesting to see um, new units like Commandos and Arcs hit the field. And so for me, um, as somebody who's always kind of looking ahead, um, I love to see these units hit the table digitally um, before mm -hmm. they hit the table physically. And I think so one you can of the, gather intel. Yes, exactly. And I think <laughs> one of the coolest things for me personally as a droid player was that I kind of avoided um, staps like the plague because I really was not too hot on them and kind of their, their basic package when I looked at them. And then when I saw people like Ellis and uh, Garn, and Garn is in the top four, when wow. I saw, you know, them go out there and do so well with them, it really kind of made me change my, my thinking a little bit. So both, um, I think the final four is two droid to um, Republic, and both of the droid players, Garn and Ellis, have um, staps in their in their droid list so it definitely kind of made me reevaluate um their use on the battlefield and also something that i think i'll probably pay more attention to i just i really was not a bike person as an imperial player so i think this the staffs just kind of went into the same like eh, whatever part Category, of my brain yeah. and i didn't mm -hmm. really give them the time of day but also i wanted to focus the commander okay so maybe Dirty Dooku and the boys are going to turn into a biker gang at some point? <laughs> yes, they'll have their fast attack wing. Nice. Okay, so Invader, they, you're, you're out for the season, so sorry. You, you, you gave it your best, two and Rip. three. That seems okay. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, really, what we're here for, that sweet, sweet LVO talk. Yep, coming from uh, the last major event of before everything went crazy was LVO, and it's looking to be that the next major event is going to be the next LVO. Well, hopefully. I mean, fingers <laughs> crossed it all goes off. But yep. what can you tell us that, uh, I mean, tickets went on sale, what, last week, two weeks ago? Uh, last Tuesday. Yeah, last uh, so, Tuesday. So a week and a half ago now. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was great. The whole ticket selling experience, rather, was just 
something I did not expect would do so well. And I know, you know, the past two LVOs have sold out and they've done really well just in terms of pushing the envelope on how many players we have in the room at one time. But mm -hmm. with how uncertain things are right now, I just really was not sure what was going to happen and was so pleasantly surprised that um, everybody reacted so well and was willing to put their faith in us once again. Um, so, you know, for those of you who might not be as in the loop, um, last year we had three events in total, um, but the main kind of focus as far as, you know, me trying to sell tickets was, all right, let's sell out the main event. And we sold out the main event, 64 tickets, in about five hours. The difference between this year and last year is that the main event is all happening at one time instead of two heats of 64. And so we put uh -huh. all 128 together on one ticket, one afternoon, Friday uh, at LVO, and that sold out in two and a half hours. That's, Yay! That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, crazy. we, we crazy. did double the tickets in half the time. I mean, it, it was definitely a bit of a morale booster for me made me realize that people are still very committed to playing Legion at tournaments and conventions um, and that at, at a minimum even if LVO doesn't happen again people were willing to put their faith in that it was going to happen and be a great event once again very nice but that's fantastic news it really is because yeah I, we've been in kind of a little bit of a furlough and a slump for you know can't go just hop on down to the local game store and get games in because uh, it's a little bit more complicated, but uh, I'm very excited, and hopefully everything will go forward at LVO and uh, you know have a safe, positive environment for everybody. But that that is fantastic news, and I'm really glad that so many people came. I actually woke up in a little bit of a panic that day because I overslept, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, tickets are on sale!" And I saw you, uh, Daniel, and one of the other local guys chatting in our little group about it, and I was like. <gasps> I gotta go get my tickets, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I made it in. Luckily, at least you got my name right, right, LJ. Uh, we do. I actually just got the the list of the people who bought tickets yesterday, which is great. oh really? Because I, okay. I definitely mm -hmm. wanted to check, see who's coming, see who had committed, and stuff like that. Because of course, I haven't been able to talk to everybody and see uh, who I know personally that is coming. Um, speaking of former outriders, I did actually convince John to do the narrative event and bring bring his Wookiees down for some fun. I'm oh, so nice. glad that yeah. you did that because <laughs> I, I was actually dropping him off at the airport the, the night before. And I was like, dude, don't he, he was he's really hot on ninth edition right now. And I'm like, but you're going to go to a competitive event. You're going to be miserable because, you know, it's not 40K is not a good competitive game. It's a fun hobby game. This is the way we interact with it. I'm not saying it's. You're bad if you do that. But uh, I was like, you're going to have a lot more fun if you do Star Wars because that is a competitive game you can enjoy. And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. You so know, I'm glad you put the thumb screws to him. And I'm happy he was willing to commit to it because let me tell you guys, narrative event is going to be so good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm Ryan, really excited. Ryan has done a great job in building this thing from the core up. So I'm going to go ahead and go over it really quick that's okay oh please Ooh, please yes so it's not just a narrative event it's a narrative escalation event so what that means is you're going to be playing four games in total in about the same time frame you would for a regular legion tournament um, because you're going to start out at i believe it is the 300 point level so oh it's wow. going to start okay. very small with basically just a leader and two squads backing them up 
But the reason why we're doing that is because you're on a team of four players. And like Yavin-based team league, you're going to, with your captains, choose, you know, and draft your opponent each round playing against another team of four. So over four oh games, your opponents are going to be from the same enemy team. And you're going to have a special leader that is going to take command of your forces. So for the Empire, there's a Moth, an Inquisitor, an ISB agent, and a Veteran. For the Rebellion, mm -hmm. there's a Senator, Force Adept, Spy, and Freedom Fighter. And what we've been able to do is we've been able to get with um, Skullforge Studios. Um, and they're going to be providing a model for every single person that attends the narrative event, 48. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. So you will get that model at the start of the event. You'll level it up over the course of your four games. <laughs> and then at the end of it, you'll go home with that model and keep it as a keepsake of your time at the narrative escalation event. Oh, I'm glad I get in on that this year. Yeah, I so... If, last year. if any spots open up because, you know, people make it into day two in the main event, jump on this because it's going to be a great time. And I'm really looking forward to the custom models everybody is going to get. Um, I'm looking forward to the prize support. And there's a couple other surprises along the way that I won't ruin oh. Ryan because that is his event. Okay. Well, that uh, but, sounds fantastic. Uh, or what you could do if you get to gate day two is drop from that and then play in the narrative. <laughs> That's the power move. I'm, I'm going to have to ask people who made it into day two, like, hey, is anybody here not planning on playing in day two um, because they still want to play in the narrative event because I want day two to be the full 64 people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, uh, <laughs> if you make it to day two, you should play day two. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good segue then for the main event because... Um, ring, ring. The, the main event, as I mentioned before, 128 players, um, mm -hmm. th three rounds, and two and ones advance. Um, so you're going to have a chance to lose a game but still play on, um, you know, which... Okay, so round one. Yeah, so round one for, for some people. Um, yeah. And I, I think that'll be great because I know it sucks to, you know, have to go 3-0 and or 4-0 and and, you know, you drop a game and you kind of feel down for that last game or you bounce uh -huh. out. I, I want people to stay the full time. And so we kind of put that as an incentive to help. Um, and then all of the two and ones and above will advance to day two. That'll be 64 players or so. And they'll play another three rounds. And the top eight from that will advance to the final day now as long as they're sane still as long as they're sane now i mm. will say that the three more games they have to play on sunday are going to be a little different because we are going to include s clocks and that's because we oh. really kind of crunched that data from you know trying to look at okay was there slower play in the middle section was there slower play up front was there slower play on the back end and we found that of course as time goes on those days that are super critical, or sorry, those games that are very critical, especially towards the end, those are the ones that tend to really drag down. So we wanted to uh -huh. try something new. Um, you know, we based it off other stuff that actually happens at LVO with like the 40K events. And as you mm -hmm. get higher in the 40K competitive events, the chess clocks can come out. Sometimes they're optional, sometimes they're mandatory, but I wanted to go ahead and give that a spin. Um, that's not something that's been like mandated by FFG, but... I, I particularly wanted to try it because 
LVO I, yeah. simply has data that other people haven't been able to get because of the pure numbers. Wow. No, I, I completely support and endorse the adoption of chess clocks. I'd love to see it for the rest of the game, but I know I might be a crazy wackadoodle guy screaming from my mountain. But uh, no, that's the, I'm really excited to hear that. And I hope everybody else has a positive experience for it because, uh, I mean, it's used, as you mentioned, in other competitive games, and it's very useful. And it yeah. makes sense. The end days drag on. Everyone's tired. If that cash bar is open again right outside our hall. Oh, <laughs> don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh, you can bet I asked about that cash bar. Like the, we, are, we are so getting that cash bar back. Um, oh, and, boy. And nice. I believe, um, and I know I kind of had already mentioned it, but I do believe we're in the same spot. We're currently slated for that oh, we are. Vegas ballroom. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, that wasn't a bad spot. That for, was going to be my next question, but that's uh, actually it was a pretty sweet spot. For those of you that are out of town, when you make reservations um, at Bally's in particular, you usually don't get to pick what tower you're in. But um, I highly recommend you call the hotel as uh, we get a couple months out and make sure that you're in the Jubilee Tower because the Jubilee Tower um, is where the Las Vegas ballroom is. And so we were able to just hop in an elevator, walk down a flight of stairs and be at our event, which was awesome. Oh, man. Still, hey, oh. hey, uh, LJ, you might want to put something on over those boxers, but uh, <laughs> still, hey. <laughs> yeah, convenience, you can't beat it. I mean, you know, convenience. Uh, it's what I live for. <laughs> I left I, my pants here last night. I want to be comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just don't care I mean, about yeah, everybody else's Going comfort. on day three, no one's going <laughs> to care. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, So we, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, let's talk about that table competition. <laughs> oh really is that what you want to know yeah about, i'm kind of itching about that okay <laughs> so um there's there's two side competitions really three side things that are going on during lvo um that i'm excited about um the first one is saturday sunday we will be having demos um and i actually have somebody that lives nearby that should be bringing a very special demo table to lvo here from southern california so we've got that going on the side which is awesome that will be given away probably some product for for uh, people that do participate in our demos um the, the, oh, great. the painting competition is getting totally mm. revamped um thunderhead mm. studios um who is helping me build some tables for this lvo and he was also if you guys remember he was also the person that painted the samurai luke and vader from 2019 oh, from, oh yeah from yeah those were yeah. fantastic yes so he is fully on board he's going to be assisting us this lvo and so while i don't have the exact details yet he is going to be working our uh, painting competition into something a little more legit this time i feel like in the past it's been there but it hasn't really been expanded upon and it does kind of feel like something that's hobbled together at the last minute we wanted mm. to bring him to the forefront to kind of help us run something that looked a little more legit. So I know he is planning on doing individual character, squad, large figure slash vehicle, and maybe even a diorama category. And we'll have three or four different categories of things you can enter in. And then we'll create packets that you'll be able to look at beforehand for the rules of judging those. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, do you need to be in the championship event to enter uh, asking for a John? Um, I don't think I'm going to mandate 
that. I know in the past, the painting competition for the coins that FFG gives away, you basically had to have that unit in your army and therefore also be playing in something. Um, but this, we're running it separately as like, this is something that like I'm doing. This is not part of like the official category that they like oh, okay. at events. It's its own event now. Right, because I want to do something that is a little more all-encompassing where you don't have to have that unit in your army or whatever. Um, so I think that is actually, yes, the plan is we'll be able to open it up to basically anybody that brings a Legion item by us on Friday. Um, and then on top of that, um, you know, the, the stuff that you can submit is going to be much bigger than it was in the past. Um, and that'll be on Friday. We're going to conduct that completely on Friday um, just to get it out of the way nice and early. But also, so the people that do well we can submit that to the official LVO paint contest so they can maybe win something for the convention. Oh, Because nice. there's a really big paint competition at LVO every year, which I'm sure you oh, guys sure. know. Was that uh, Crystal Brush or something like that? Uh, something, something. I don't know if they, that's the one. Something, something. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I can't wait to see the B1 Battle Droid take it home for all of LVO. <laughs> yes, the, the best humble B1 Battle Droid. <laughs> Excellent. Roger, um, roger. So that, of course, gets us to the table competition. I totally didn't say that for last on purpose. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Terrain Studio has kind of taken over that for me. That's one of the great parts about this year is there are several communities members that have really stepped up and they've just basically taken over parts of LVO for me, which is great because it allows me to just focus on other aspects of them. Um, But anyway, so Sean is going to be sponsoring that competition, um, which is great. That means we're probably going to have a pretty legit prize, although one has not been picked yet. I know that with that kind of backing, you can expect something um, of a very high quality. So we're going to do Probably the exact same thing we did last time. We'll put out a call for tables a couple months out of the event. Um, We'll give people a month and a half, two months to submit those tables to us um, online via the LVO Legion event email. Um, And then we'll we'll give them a score based on uh, categories that Brendan created last year. We'll probably reuse those because those were quite good. But I'd like to, just like the other things, I'd like to kind of expand that this time. And once those tables are submitted, I think I'm going to try to incorporate a community vote this time as well. That way it's not just your terrain judges that are judging it, but also you have, um, you know, the community members get to vote on these tables. Not vote if they get to be used or not. That's still good. Always uh-huh. and always going to be Brendan's prerogative, but they're going to get to influence the winner of that competition. And I, I think that'll be looked at positively by the community. Yeah, uh, for sure. Sounds like you're going to have some stiff competition this year, though, Dan. So, um, that just means I have to start my bribes earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it, Maybe you asked me earlier who the, who the bribe should go to, and, uh, you know, Dan, I, I didn't see um, a, a baby shower gift from you. I'm so sorry. Mm, oh, that's a good point. We already yeah. dropped the ball there. <laughs> well, we're, we're still working on the uh, the floating baby, baby carriage technology yeah. there. So, so your, your, your levitation pram is uh, under construction. Yes. We have stop. Dan's working on that's it. exactly what I need is a <laughs> levitation brand oh <laughs> uh, so um speaking of competitions and prizes and whatnot how's prize support looking this year well we've already talked about the custom models from Skullforge Studios um there mm-hmm. is more of that that is also going to be thrown in the event which is great um I actually don't do a ton of work related to prize support this early out 
because it's just so early for people to commit. But the the opposite side of that is there's a lot of people that have come to me um, that have tried to you know, bring support to the table already, which is awesome. So we know we're getting the standard FFG kit. We know at the moment we're going to get to give away four invites to 2021 Worlds, which is great. That's what solidified it as like the first official you know U.S. competition back since the last Wait, LTO. They still do that? They do still do that, or at least they <laughs> at least they try to plan for it. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I know that um, there are probably going to be a number of gift cards that are on the table because uh, so many so many different companies are attending this one. It's it's crazy. Dave's coming back from Imperial Terrain, um, as I mentioned. Thunderhead Studios is going to be there. Fifth Trooper is going to be representing as always, um, and I think we'll get more details on that as time goes on. But the custom. Oh, sure. The custom swag is once again in full swing. And I will say, I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk about this. So if my friend is listening, I apologize uh-huh. in advance. But hmm. I have a friend who's working on a, a solution to carrying around your army that I think is both thematic as hell oh. and pragmatic. Hmm. And I really don't want to steal too much of his thunder. So I'm not going to get too much into detail. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But this is a project that will be kickstarted eventually. And by eventually, mm. I'm talking like we're still like six months out at least. However, his custom V1, you know, all expenses paid for version of this product sounds like it is going to be either giveaway prize or the prize for the number one overall winner at LVO this year. And oh my goodness! I I am very excited to share more details about that because it's something that um, he kind of brought to my table and was like, "Yeah, you're somebody who travels and goes to competitive events. What do you think about this?" And we ended up clicking really well and uh, talking about it even more. Um, and I think it's really something that people who appreciate Star Wars are going to love the little details he's put into it. But also, it should be oh, modular man. enough that you can use it for other game systems, not just for Legion. Well, I can't wait to see more. Is there a good resource people can actually tune into to get updates from LVO and what's going on there? Um, there is. There is a Las Vegas Open Star Wars Legion Facebook page. Um, I update there as frequently as I can. It's also got the links to the waitlist for the various events if people want to, you know, still put their name on that which we always have spots open up so i do do um and then i also share a lot of information on the star wars legion uh discord uh there's a specific lvo channel there that i love to share information actually most of the spoilers that i share go in that channel so but the stuff that i you know want to want to see and get a pulse on that's where i like to put that kind of stuff to see what about it before i release it to the quote unquote masses. Um, but that's probably where <laughs> we're going to put the, uh, we're going to put the previews of the skull forge models for the narrative events there for sure. Sometime in the future, once we nail down exactly what those are going to be. Um, and okay. then the guy that did the first order and resistance on um, homebrew cards, um, clever clinker, mm-hmm. Danny, who's also done like a ton of those custom community expansions. Um, he is the one that's doing the cards for the the narrative event where we're making custom cars to go along with the custom characters and so he's been working diligently to get those done already 
and we will probably be sharing soon. Wow. Well, that sounds fantastic, man. I'm very excited to see all the stuff that's going to be coming out from that. Uh, last on that topic, before we get to some very special Discord patrons questions <laughs> for you. <laughs> but if somebody is interested in contributing to the community uh, and helping out with LVO, where would they go? Can they can they message you? Can they Are you just giving shout outs for people to do certain things? How can they get involved? Yeah, I recommend that they hit me up on Discord. That's probably the quickest way to do it. Um, under Talk Polite in the Talk Polite Discord. Yep, Talk Polite, yo. Um, I have one of the Coolio purple name tags, so it's pretty easy to find mm -hmm. me. But uh, mm -hmm. you can also go to the Las Vegas Open Tournament and Con section and talk to me there. Um, you can also message us at the LVO um, Facebook page that I was talking about, the specific Legion one. Um, I'm not the only one there on that though, so. You know, if somebody else looks at it, they might be kind of confused because I know Reese from Frontline Gaming is technically on that channel or, or he can see questions there. So he might be very confused <laughs> if you start asking him, if you start asking him about stuff. And I mean, there it, it's good, though, like if you're interested in contributing, definitely, you know, start to socialize those things with me now, because I realized as I was talking about where to contact me that I forgot several things I wanted to mention as far as prize support is concerned that I didn't even mention because there's so much exciting stuff going on. Do you want to talk about them real quick? <laughs> um, the first I'd one, be okay with that. the first one should be obvious because what is a Las Vegas open without Las Vegas open poker chip order tokens? Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. They, they've been so good too. Yeah, that, I, I use mine all the time. It's well, a Las Vegas tradition. As it not is a, a Las life, Vegas tradition. Still, it originated it there and it has spread to literally all over the world. And I honestly couldn't be happier. Somebody asked me before this LVO, if um, we were going to, um, if we were going to do that again, because so many other people have. And I, you know, I am so happy that other people have taken that idea and they've continued to replicate it and continue to replicate it because I would much rather have a good idea out there in the community where everybody's, you know, perfecting it, making their own version of it, than keep a good idea to myself. And, you know, my, my goal when I originally started making those tokens was kind of to inspire other people. So the next time I went to an event, every single person I played against would have a different set of tokens from, you know, their local store, their hometown, another convention. Yeah. And it's been so fun to see people make their own that it really just kind of inspired me to be like, you know what? We really should do this again because it's such a special thing for the this point. It, it um, would be kind of interesting if like down the road, like uh, pin trading is a big thing at conventions. Like eventually people have a multiple set of these awesome poker chips. And you're like, Oh, you know, here's from one from Canada. Oh, here's from LVO, you know, three years ago or something. Yeah. And you can so, uh, trade sets like that or something. So um, that's definitely what we'll be doing next is uh, we'll be focusing on those getting the art done um, because this will be the first U S event with silhouettes um six mm. six up supply has also oh, agreed, those guys those guys have also agreed <laughs> to make a silhouette for every single person that is planning on attending our events oh nice, nice. um and, and those, sh those should have the lvo 2021 logo on them which will be a keepsake Ooh. of your time at the convention 
So not only is it practical, it's also a bit of swag to remember the event by. Yeah. And practical in the fact that everyone will have the exact same silhouette, so hopefully there won't be any judge calls on, this person's silhouette is too big or too small. <laughs> and this exactly. one was just right. You can't so. complain when we all have the same crappy silhouette, okay? <laughs> High quality, High quality. Customly, High custom quality. designed, bespoke yes. silhouettes. <laughs> um, and I don't say crappy because of six up. I say crappy because, man, some people are down on silhouettes. And I don't know if you've used them, but no, they're, they're really easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, no, they're they fantastic. Streamline a lot. I'm surprised. I don't get the people that are down on it. Yeah, and like you mentioned earlier, it frees you up to be more artistically creative with your actual models. Yes, we all know how much I love my jumping dragons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then but, the last uh, thing, I think that the secret sauce from last year's event that kind of snuck under the radar um, were the card tequila? sleeves. <laughs> well, oh, that, yes, that, was so, card sleeves. that was so over the radar. You weren't subtle, Matt. Calm down. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Really? Um, I didn't pull it off? Weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, the, the the real MVP, in my opinion, of the swag we gave away last year were the card sleeves. Um, and those, yeah, those were, were they, handy. They were Sabak themed. We gave away a set of 10 to, uh -huh. to each player because it was just much easier to work in 10s than 7s. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up making um, kind of a commitment early on to doing those again as well. So I'm hoping that's Yay. something that we can do for, um, you know, the narrative event. Maybe we can do it for the demo table. Um, maybe we can do it for all the people that go 3-0 and on day one or something like that. You know, that's one of the other things, too, that I want to really focus on with the prize support this year is even mm -hmm. though, like, you can go 2-1 and one and still advance to day two, I want to make sure there's prizes for going 3-0 and and sticking with it. Or, like, on day two for the people in the main event. Yeah who go two and one, you know, you're probably not going to make it to day three because it should only be undefeated that advance, but hopefully I can introduce a prize to still make it worth it for those people to keep trying, even though they know they are dropped a game. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, other than mm -hmm. just the pleasure of playing, you know, top drink people and uh, getting your licks in that way. But uh, other, yeah, other yeah, that. demo table, you know, players, you had to incentivize, uh, maybe throwing some to like community podcasts that uh, specialize in this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just saying there's all <laughs> sorts of outlets available for people that are interested in these sleeves. Well, if somebody would set aside a chance cube. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> wait, we, we can wheel and do, uh, would you care to make a wager on that? <laughs> <laughs> Those things are so uh, cool, and I love to use like percent chance things in like D and D, and you know, just gaming in general. I I need me a chance cube one of these days. I, I think we have some left over from the rewards, so we'll have to uh, take some with us and you yeah. know, give out as spot prizes or something. But yes, I'm sure we could find one to make its way over to you. Don't yeah. worry. Maybe mm -hmm. they can be used as bounty prizes, which I do believe bounties are going to come back Ooh. once again. Oh, yeah. Yes. The bounties Speaking were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bounty is going to be back. Oh, yeah. And, and count, bounties, count us in for that. Bounties will be much easier, too, because the main event is all one heat. So I don't have to mm. worry about, like, oh, I can only give away prizes for one day instead of both days. Or, oh, all the bounties are gone by Saturday. You know, I don't have that kind of problem to worry about either. So that's, that's something that, again, a community member has stepped up and they're going to be handy that john griffin will probably be fully in charge of that which is another great reason why he's going to be on my staff this year not okay nice. i'm glad to hear that so many people in the community are reaching out to you uh is there 
anything then that the community can help you with? Is there anything being overlooked right now that you'd like to call out, maybe call to action for any help? Um, I don't know about overlooked, but I know tables are definitely going to be a, um, a big one. Um, mm -hmm. We have to get 64 tables together this year. Um, and that's actually not as big of a jump as you would think it is. We, we had, I think on hand, we had about 48 tables last year. Um, now, we're, we don't get every single one of those back, but we have seen so far a fantastic response by the community to help us close that gap. And at the moment, as far as what people are committed to bringing, we're actually only about seven short already. Oh, oh nice. very nice. Yeah, because the, wow, and this is just, before yeah. the terrain competition, which always brings people oh, out of the woodwork as well. So like the fact that that has already gone really well I mean, the Power Nine Games has contributed. Uh, Dan, you're bringing your table back. John Brader from oh, the definitely. Nova area is bringing a table. Uh, Graham has given us tables again. Luke Cook is throwing tables in a suitcase and bringing them. Brendan's bringing hey, his right tables. Uh, Jedi Hunter was going to bring one. Six Up Supply is committed to bringing some. Imperial Terrain is committed to bringing one. Thunderhead is committed to bringing some. I mean, like this is the response that we got within the Yay. first like 48 hours of tickets being sold. So, and that's why Legion always has the best damn tables at the uh -huh. entire event. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, it, it, the the like the best um, underscore of that for me at last year's competition was you know not only the attention that they got from the players um, and the the attention they generated while on stream, which streaming is coming back again. If I hadn't mentioned that, um, oh good, okay. It was really cool to see Alex Davy walking up and down the tables on Thursday night before uh, everybody clocked out and take pictures of all of them because he was mm. so in love with what he was saying. And I'm uh, you know, nice. just, just really thankful again for the people that were able to contribute to that. Well, fantastic, man. Nice. Uh, any, uh, anyone else from FFG or I know it's early, but anything oh, else? Oh yeah. Any chance we'll see some FFG presence this year? Um, I know the, the offers are going out for, for Luke and Alex. Um, Luke was supposed to go to um, Adepticon, and uh, mm -hmm. obviously that didn't get to happen. So I know I personally plan on inviting both of them. Um, and there are a couple people of the um, special guest category that we're trying to get as well. Um, and so I don't want to dive too deep into those just because I don't want to make any promises. I've already got wild speculations already pinging, man. <laughs> yeah, get your hot takes hot takes for who that could be ready. Um, okay, so uh, we've got Alan Tudyk confirmed. Uh, he's going to come out. We've also got... Uh, Diego Luna? Yeah, Diego Luna, yeah, he's going to be there. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, I'm pretty sure. John you, you, Favreau. You know what was really funny about what you just said was that we almost had Alan last year. Really? Was it last year? Uh -huh. I remember uh -huh. like two years ago we we bandied the it about a little bit. No, we uh, man. we we know crap. Almost had Alan last year because apparently he plays uh, Legion. Uh, could you say again? I think we uh, we lost that. He oh sorry. He Appar what? Apparently he plays Legion. I I have heard that, <laughs> and man. Wouldn't that be something special? But anyway, so we'll we'll see if we get some so, uh, guest appearances. You heard it here first. Sam Whitwer confirmed. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> Sam Whitwer. Of, co of course, of course, Sam. Yeah, but uh, we are running out of time. But real quick, uh, we opened it up to our Patreon Discord, and uh, they had a couple questions for you, LJ. Are you are you ready for the grilling of a lifetime? Uh, Actually, you know I what? think. Uh, 
No, you out of time. Uh, time to go. No, no, no. I'm good. I, uh, you know, I was I was going to make a joke that I've dealt with Josh in person, so I can handle it. Oh, that's oh. fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that guy. Art, but art anyways. Josh, art, Josh. Okay. So first series of questions comes, well, from Keegan. Speaking of Mr. Six Up, uh, what super secret prize support can he give you an exclusive on? Well, I think, I think we've we, already gotten yeah, the skull for ah, yeah, yeah. So, I, feel, I feel like you got it. Um, okay, fine. Yeah. But I will. I will meet you halfway. Um, okay. People loved those samurai Luke and Vader so much that yeah. we, we want to kind of ride the lightning a little bit on some of the expansions we've heard might be coming up in the future, a la Anakin and Maul. And I believe Ooh. the plan is to try to make a samurai Anakin and a samurai Maul. That would be fantastic. Be okay, I'm glad yeah. we asked. Uh, good good yeah. on Ke- Keegan. Uh, do you think that your newborn son could take me in a game playing an airspeeder? By me, I mean Outrider Matt. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say Keegan. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to say Keegan because based on how he flew it the last time we played, the answer is definitely yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I think, I think we are coming up on the fall time. Fingers crossed that those lovely T-47s get some, some love and support and some sort of change that really brings them to the tables once again. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And by the time Dylan is ready to, to do battle on a table, that uh, maybe there'll be a challenge for him. But I'm, I'm going to give you 50-50 odds on that. Hey, okay, we'll just roll a tra- chance cube, and, and I'll take those odds. That sounds like my best uh, plan for success. Uh, let's see. Uh, DJ Mouse wants to know, Land Before Time or Jurassic Park? Hmm. Uh, Jurassic Park. Come on now. Yeah, obviously. Come on. I'm not going to sacrifice my childhood for the production <laughs> quality of Jurassic Park. For real, right? Oh, with the youngin coming up, uh, growing up now, I'm sure you're gonna be watching more Land Before Time than. Oh, I, I hope he didn't miss out on the whole Baby Shark. Uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I re- remember I mentioned I was a middle school teacher, so there are trends oh, that man. I unfortunately have not missed out on. That you're gonna be I, teaching them Fortnite. Uh, I yes, we'll teach them the Fortnites, and I'll make yeah, sure I Fortnite I'll, dances. I'll make sure I dab while playing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dab strong. Okay. Uh, from Rock, he wants to know, which is better, in your opinion, ARCs or Commando Droids? Ooh. Right. I mean, right now, ARCs. It's kind of not close. Really? Um, oh, okay. Th- that's, that's the thing, is as like a competitive player, looking at the two, Commandos are great. They're in a near-perfect place as far as where they fit in the droid army and how they were uh-huh. implemented. But looking over in the last vacuum. couple of weeks, yeah. In, a, yeah, in the online sphere, they're, they're kind of like dwarfed by how well ARCs have done and how much utility they bring to the clone army. So, you know, from from my personal standpoint, Roger, Roger, uh, the commandos are clearly superior because they're not meatbags. Um, on a competitive table, though, ARCs are... Arcs are just so hard to beat um, as far as the way they were implemented. And they really, just like the Commandos, they've really killed those models. And I can't wait to see what pe- how people paint them. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's that, uh, Yay. And Silhouettes couldn't have shown, uh, shown up at a better time for it. Uh, okay, let's see. Next one, we've got uh, Ali Kai, who wants to know if the child... The child will be making an appearance being carried around in an M41 British bag at LVO. 
Well, not the British bag, because I heard somebody owed me a floating pram. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, top top scientist working on that right now. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, I, I actually just got a brand new battle foam bag because my local store had a fantastic sale on them that I didn't want to pass up. Um, and there's like a, they make like cup holders for the battle foam bags. And I want to see if I can get one like a pouch that I can fit like the baby in by that point. But if the baby's <laughs> if, go, the, yeah, if the baby's too big though, then I'll just put foam in. I'll just line it with foam and I'll just put the baby in there, and then I have a. It'll go over my shoulder. It's perfect. There you go. Yeah, a lot of those bags have Molly attachment straps on there, so I'm sure there's a like chest rig baby carrier Molly well, thing that, you can snap that's on. The, <laughs> that's the funny part, right? Is because of the National Guard stuff I do. Of course, I have all sorts of uh, OCP Molly junk. That I could totally mm-hmm. throw on that battle foam bag. It's like, oh, you want a canteen holder? Here we go. You need a grenade pouch? I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> just just start out the Mandalorian cosplay. Just super strong. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Final question from Star Wars hockey fan FL. Do you need any help with terrain? He's got a ton. Dang. I mean, I'm never, ever, ever going to say no to more no, tables i think that's a slam dunk question right there yeah. yeah that's that's easy money for me because as i said we're about seven short at the moment but i know there sometimes might be tables that don't quite make the grade or maybe some mm-hmm. of brendan's stuff needs a little more love because it's been making the rounds for so long so oh, having yeah, just yeah. damage in transit yep and so having backups never hurts us and to be honest if people are not using the space i'm going to take the space <laughs> so yeah, if absolutely. we have extra terrain i will put it out on tables near us and aggressively expand the area that star wars legion has uh has under its yeah, heel those, those are for pickup games over there yeah exactly it, they're yeah, for demo they're... and pickup demo and yep. pickup uh-huh That's if we can put next to the armada guys again and they're they're done by day two <laughs> yeah yeah they, they get done uh pretty early but yeah that sounds like a great idea but Wow, we, we've we've run a little long, but it's been so great talking to you, LJ. Thank you so much for coming on and talking uh, with us about all the excitement that's coming our way. Dan, did you have any final questions? I have one last question. Oh, is, yeah. Uh, do we have any oh. numbers on the wait list? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The wait list num- question. You know, I actually don't have that number because Frontline Gaming is the one that makes those wait lists. So they have not oh, shared it with me yet. I know. I'm a, I'm a bad, bad LJ. I know. Uh, yes, that's exactly what is bad, LJ. Oh, chastisement. Yes, definitely, how could I? Anyone is interested in going to LVO, definitely get on the wait list. Get on There's the wait list. always drops. Yeah, and always. It, Things happen. Vegas I mean, if, happens. If, for, <laughs> just like last year, Frontline saw how big our wait list was. It was as big as our normal list, and they expanded us. So. Yeah, they need to, uh, you know, have a separate event just for Star Wars Legion now. Just saying. <laughs> we'll take over the entire convention center. But thank you again, LJ. It's been a treat having you. And we'll be definitely probably touching base with you again as we get closer to the main event, assuming everything goes well and we aren't, you know, shut down for for health reasons. But uh, thank you again, brother. Yeah, I'm glad I got to jump on again. And uh, it's always a pleasure jumping on and talking with everybody. So thanks for, uh, for having me. And hopefully we catch you again. Yep, absolutely. Dan, thank you, bud. Thank you, sir. Matt, thank me. Yep. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We'll catch you uh, next time, Outriders. Stay safe. Stay healthy. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. 
You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless.